guys, today is Monday, December 29th, and welcome to episode 22 of Knits and Stuff. My name is Alicia, and today I'll be talking about finished objects, works in progress, pretty things, local delights, and wibbly wobbly timey wobbly. But first, welcome to those of you that are new, and for those of you that are returning watchers, thanks for coming back. Um, if you haven't already, there's a group on Ravelry that you can join. It's called Knits and Stuff Podcast. And I'll put a link in the show notes, which you can find at knitsandstuff.wordpress.com. So let's get started. Um, I got a lot of knitting done the past few weeks or so um, while I was on vacation. And um, I have one finished object out of all of that knitting. And it is the Tombrek hat um, by Isolta Teak. And... This is knit on um, US 7s and 6s, um, and uh, that's 4 and 4.5 millimeters, and this is um, Freya Hand Paints in um, one of their Ombro uh, worsted weight um, in the colorway Lichen, and I have a little tag. <laughs> And I knit this really quickly in like a span of a couple days. Um, and it's pretty much done. I don't know. I probably need to like block it a little bit or at least soak it. And I still have to weave in the ends. <laughs> but um, it's pretty much done. <laughs> and it was a really quick knit and really fun. Um, and oh, and this skein comes in 127 yards, and the pattern calls for um, 160 yards for the hat. Um, so I was playing some major yarn chicken on here, but luckily um, I didn't quite need 160, and I had this much yarn left <laughs> for um, for that. So. Luckily, I was able to get just enough to finish and bind off um, for the hat. So that is my finished object. Um, and I still have some of the same works in progress. I am pretty much done with um, the Twigs and Willows cardigan, but I still have to sew the arm, the sleeves on. <laughs> um, so I'm going to do that and hopefully get to show it next time. Um, and then I am working on, um, let's see, the basic knee-high toe-up socks by Leslie. And I didn't really make, I think I made like a couple rows of progress on this now that everything's all tangled. Um, yeah, because I think this is where I was last time, and I just knit a few rows on it. Um, I mainly worked on some other projects, but, um, yeah, so not much done on that. But I do have, um, the Dark Side of the Moon socks, and I made some progress on this, like a couple inches. So, that is where I was last time and I got a good number of rows done on the first sock and this is also starting with the toe-up socks with a difference um, and on US 1 2.25 millimeters and um, it's mustache yarn perfect sock in the dark side of the moon colorway 
so, and the other one um, is the sesame colorway, pretty much the same stuff. And I still haven't decided if I'm going to make these, um, if I'm going to make them knee highs or not. So, we'll see. We'll make, decide later. <laughs> and then, um, I talked about this one last time. Um, I had to frog it because it was too small and I recast it on on the airplane. <laughs> um, but this is the Bristol hat by Amy Christophers. And um, it is knit on US 1s and 3s. That's 2.25 millimeters. And I forget what the 3s are. I didn't write that part down. <laughs> um, and the yarn is Madeline Tosh in um, uh, Merino Light in uh, a neon lot A colorway. And so I added another um, repeat so that um, I think another 12, I think the stitch repeat is like 12 stitches long. Um, maybe 16? I think it's 16. And so I added another 16, uh, wait, no, 15? 18? <laughs> I think it's 18. So I added another 18, um, stitches so that it would fit around my head. And I think it's still going to be a little tight, but, um, we'll see. And that's the, I can't really see the chevron pattern too much, but, um, yeah, that's that. Oh, and while I was in, um, while I was on vacation, uh, I ran, I didn't bring any stitch markers with me, so I had to, um, go to Walmart, because that's all there was, and, uh, and I was gonna buy the stitch markers, because they supposedly had just the clover stitch markers there, but they didn't have any at this Walmart, so I had to buy, um, some beading supplies and make my own stitch markers. So that's what I did. <laughs> is I made these little, um, little tiny, tiny stitch markers with a little bead on them. So, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think that that's all I have for works in progress. Um, so that brings us to pretty things. And I don't have any stash acquisitions, but I did buy a book um, at Barnes & Noble when I was on vacation. And it is called Plenty More um, by Yadam Ottolenghi. Don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. <laughs> um, but it is um, the follow-up to the first the other book that he wrote, Plenty, and it is a cookbook, <laughs> um, and uh, it I bought it because, um, well, so my friend has um, his cookbook, Jerusalem, and then um, I've looked, flipped through his stuff before, and the pictures are all really pretty. Um, the recipes look pretty good, although they have a lot of ingredients in them. But, um, and then I saw this at Barnes Noble, and it's also a signed copy, so that was exciting. I figured I should grab it, because I've never been able to snag a signed copy of a book before. Um, I've never even seen it at, at any of my, um, bookstores, but, so, yeah, so I picked this up, and, um, 
I kind of pointed, or I have a couple of pictures flagged that I'll show you, but um, the book is basically divided into different um, ways of prepping vegetables. So it's a completely vegetarian cookbook, but I think a lot of the recipes you could probably add um, meat to pretty easily if you wanted to. Um, but he has different sections, and this is where autofocus would be nice. <laughs> Um, different sections of how to prepare the vegetables and so the recipes are broken up like that and then um, so just to show a couple that looked really good there's a Brussels sprout risotto that has a full page spread on it and um, that looked really tasty and then there is um, a quinoa porridge with grilled tomatoes and garlic that also has a full page spread and sounds really good and there is a sweet and sour leeks with um, goats curd and currants and that looks amazing and I like leeks and, and goat cheese and is yeah it looks good. And then they, the end, there's also some sweet recipes, and these are the black currant frions. Um, and that also has a full page spread, if I can open up to the next one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so those look really good. Um, it just has some amazing food photography and makes you want to eat all of it so i'm excited to try something from here i haven't tried anything yet but um if i do i'll let you guys know if you guys are interested in hearing about recipes um, but yeah that is my pretty things for this episode so that brings us to local delight there is a burger place that opened up um, a few blocks away from where we are, uh, it is in the Gilman district of, um, of Berkeley, and it's called Farm Burger, and I think they are based in North Carolina and Georgia, and they have a couple locations out in the south, but this looks like their first, um, west coast location, so that's exciting, and, um, they focus a lot on um, grass-fed beef and um, are, I think, very conscious of their of where they're sourcing their um, food from. So that's always good. And their burgers are delicious. Um, you can build your own burger, and they also have specials that are the um, combo regular combos. Um, so what I got the first time was their number one, and it was the beef burger with Tillamook white cheddar, caramelized onions, and farm burger sauce. So they have a special sauce, um, and it was really good. Um, and they also have fries, um, sweet potato fries, milkshakes, root beer floats. Um, I think they have a couple of beers on draft, and, um... Yeah, stuff for kids. Oh, the one in Berkeley has this um, little kids area, play area next to the tables. So if you have to bring your kids to, to the restaurant, they have something to do when they're done eating so they don't get bored. Um, 
so yeah that's it's a pretty nice place and in a good location and I definitely want to go back there so if you're in the Berkeley area and looking for a, another burger place besides Barney's um, farm burger is definitely a good good choice so yeah that is it for local delights which brings us to wibbly wobbly timey wimey and there was one new episode since the last time we talked um the christmas special and it was called last christmas and um yeah so oh spoilers <laughs> um i will be talking about the little christmas special of doctor who and i'll put a little um spoilers thing here if you don't want to hear about it um it's a pretty standalone episode though kind of so if you um don't watch doctor who or you haven't been keeping up and kind of just want to watch the christmas special um it does pick up um well, it does spoil, I guess, like the end of the season, <laughs> but um, it you could probably watch it without um, having to know anything about Clara and the Doctor. So um, yeah, so last Christmas, um, Clara wakes up to find Santa on her roof, and the Doctor um, comes by and grabs her and then they go to some base um, where there's a crew doing research on something that they never really fully describe and there are these um, dream crabs that have attached on to a couple of the crew members and um, they basically create this dream state while they're eating your mind <laughs> um, so it turns out well it turns out that um that all of them were kind of in this dream state together and trying to figure it out and they were kind of a, a dream within a dream within a dream within a dream <laughs> and um so all they had to do was wake up before the dream or rather than succumbing to the dream and um and that would get the dream crab off of you without eating your brain so um it was really interesting i i thought it was a good episode um clara and the doctor kind of cleared up some of the lies that they told in the very beginning um or the the lies that they told each other in the season finale they kind of cleared them up in the beginning of this episode so that was good um and it was really interesting the way that they set up the the dreams and being able to link different people in different parts of the world that are getting um dream crab eaten <laughs> that um kind of put them into the same dream together um so that was that was pretty interesting and yeah it was a good story i liked it um yeah not too too many complaints we got to see danny again so that was sweet and kind of sad um and it was kind of sad how clara didn't really want to leave her dream because of everything that she's lost but um yeah it was it was a good episode though i liked it um so that's pretty much all that I have for 
uh, wibbly wobbly timey wimey and I guess it's a short episode this week because the sun is slowly going down already oh my goodness and um, yeah holidays everything's kind of crazy but um, should be back to regular schedule hopefully um, yeah so not this Friday but next Friday hopefully I'll have another episode out or next at least that weekend um, yeah so I think that is it for today. Um, oh, and in case you're wondering, I'm wearing a cowl that I knit um, a while ago, uh, which I have on my project page somewhere. But um, yeah, I don't think I had a pattern for this one. I think I just knit in a circle because it was some um, pretty much like art yarn. Anyway, <laughs> um, social media stuff. I am Eliana Nets on Ravelry and Perfect Five Two Nine on Twitter and Instagram, Pinterest, everything else. <laughs> and um, don't forget about the podcast group on Ravelry. And yeah, I will see you guys in two weeks. Okay, bye.